0: Yeah, he's been off the wagon two years. Off the wagon? I think it's off the wagon. I think it's on the wagon. You're back
2: on the wagon. Right off the wagon. What the hell do you know about wagon? I know enough not to get on. I told you.
1: It's time to get on or get off. Let's play the bandwagon number one. Josh Hader, uh, former and now current Houston Astro. Uh, on the Foul Territory podcast talking about his free agency and teams that expressed interest in him before he ultimately signed with the Houston Astros. Okay, Hater, we have to whisper, okay? I just want to know who the other teams were that you were talking to. <laughs> Everybody... Everybody never talks about it, but you and I can
2: talk about it, okay?
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, it was
3: like a lot of like good teams that were really competitive.
2: Okay, <laughs> now I
3: need names.
1: I mean, it was it was, uh, it was a few few good teams, you know. I think there was a lot of teams that were competitive, and I think ultimately we were looking for teams that were very competitive, and we wanted to go win a World Series. And um, I'll give you a few. I'd say the Dodgers were one of them. They were they were in the in the room but never never fully stepped in and um, I'd say the Yankees were talking it just uh, never never came through and um, you know I think I think a lot of teams they were interested but nothing really came from it so I think that was the biggest thing Mm -hmm. so Houston they were straight up they were like hey you're the guy we want all right this is what we're going to give you This is our plan, and they made it happen. Dodgers fans, Yankees fans, Josh Hader dropping those teams by name as teams that talked to him but were too impotent to get a deal done. Earlier in this offseason, the Arlington Junk Grabbers were rumored to be the favorites to sign Josh Hader. He didn't even mention them. Dodgers, so let's say Hollywood wife beaters fans. <laughs> South Bronx Slum Lords fans. Arlington Junk Grabbers fans. Josh Hader got two tears in a bucket. And if you ain't down with that, suck it. <laughs> Signing it. Josh Hader just became a whole lot sweeter. Are you on or off the bandwagon?
3: I am on that bandwagon man. I I heard this audio yesterday when you'd first sent it to me and I was just like, hell yes, are you kidding me? Didn't I I've said this multiple times this week. I am glad to be in a city with an elite now and the Astros are an elite. the Texans are knocking on that damn door and they might kick the son of a gun in like Bum Phillips once said this next year. Uh, when you can beat the teams that routinely beat everybody, in the respective sport, like the Dodgers, like the Yankees, I would presume the Red Sox, you know, uh were were expre- have expressed interest before with him. You beat all those guys. I love it. I love it. I'm so on that bandwagon. Yes. I mean, come on. Dodgers, Yankees. Come on, man. This makes it so, so much sweeter. Beating the best, now you are exactly. the best. Exactly. And you beat both of their asses already before during this stretch.
1: Dude, it is it is absolutely glorious to be able to pop the double rods in front of all their whiny little bitch ass faces yet again. <laughs> how many? How many people? Uh, you know, uh, woman beater fans, slum lords fans, junk grabbers fans—they're out there crying. They're still crying about trash cans, and it's like, bro, your team cheated just as hard. You just lost because you sucked. That's why you lost. Not because. Oh, the Ashers were cheating. They just executed better than you. You also cheated. We know this because, you know, history. We know this because, you know, evidence. That's okay. Continue to live in denial. We all know the truth. And the truth is, the Ashers own you. They own your soul. You're pathetic. You're going to be in the sixth circle of hell your entire life. <laughs> and you can suck it! <laughs> this uh, bandwidth. This is a... Bandwagon that glistens in gold and shines like a bright beacon in the night.
3: I cannot wait to bathe in the tears of Dodger fans after they lost after having spent like a half a billion dollars on their team this year, and they fired Dave Roberts after the season. Yeah, and they're out in the first <laughs> round, just like just just like normal. Uh, it's gonna be beautiful.
1: All right, number two, Brittany Mahomes. Is a, a 2024 SI swimsuit rookie.
2: Mm. Her
1: first time doing... Uh, this is the 60th anniversary issue mm. of the swimsuit issue. Brittany yes, Mahomes rocking uh, a couple of bathing suits. And... Th- I, I, this, this is a very simple bandwagon for you to... Okay? We now know why Patrick Mahomes... Puts up with her bullcrap. Are you on or off the bandwagon?
3: I'm so on. I could spend a long time on this one, man. I, honest to God, dude, I saw like the headline and I saw the picture of her in the swimsuit, and I was, that's not her. Like, why would they put somebody else on this pic-? You know, like that's not her. Like, you see her in the suite, you see her out and about like on their documentaries and stuff. The one, the quarterback documentary on Netflix or whatever it was. I'm like, that's not her. This chick is, like, smoking. And, uh, yeah. Um, good job, Mr. Mahomes. Um, I'm all about that. Yeah, I want to be on that bandwagon. I want to be on her bandwagon. I want to be on her.
2: <laughs> and wagon. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes, yes, for sure. Also, shout out to her. Uh, how long ago did she have a baby? I mean, wasn't it just like wait, Probably ago? two years ago. Was it two years Dude, ago? Dude, it doesn't even matter. Probably, yeah. Well, I mean... Shout out to her though. I mean, look at her body. I mean, oh no, no, she had like a newborn last season. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, for sure, I'm on the bad way, man. If I could quote
1: the great Ron Simmons, damn, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I look, I never thought she was ugly. Like I always thought she was pretty. I didn't think she was holy crap hot. But I, I always thought she was pretty. Then you see these pictures.
3: She's holy crap hot. Dude, she is. I would do any Kermit the Frog voice she wanted. Like I know she's into it.
1: All that wacky <laughs> social media nonsense, silly crap she's doing, you know, with idiot brother. Like, yeah, you're putting up with that. I, I know he's Patrick Mahomes. I know he's the best quarterback on the planet. I know he's stupid rich. That's why you're putting up with that. <laughs> oh that was well
3: dropped well dropped (laughs) oh that goes right up there with the uh, Kawhi Leonard laugh (laughs) 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 yeah there you go good job Chris
2: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, last one. Oh, God. John Fisher,
1: owner of the Oakland Lastletics. He's having some trouble with his stadium proposal in Las Vegas. He's late on his proposals. He's late on his renderings. Mm -hmm. He's late on his funding plan. He's late on everything. The mayor of Las Vegas, even though that mayor does not actually have final say of what goes on in the strip that's run by Clark County, the mayor said, you know, they should probably try to work things out in Oakland. Well, the Oakland mayor yesterday said... We're seeing he has the same issues with us that he's having in Las Vegas. There was the thought the plan he had in the beginning was viable. And then we see, eh, maybe the plan isn't viable. The question is, are the plans not viable or is the ownership not viable? Shots fired by the Oakland mayor.
3: Holy crap, he said all that? That's the the Oakland. She she oh, sorry. she said all that. I thought you were just reading the story. She, no, she said all like, that. Holy
1: crap! From Shang Tao, the Oakland mayor, she just threw him under the spe- the fastest of speeding buses. Wow. Maybe it's not the plans.
3: Maybe it's the owner. All right. Before you ask me the question, I'm going to ask you the question. Does Major League Baseball need to get involved at some point here? Because now you've got two cities, one of which you're trying to move and build a stadium in in Las Vegas. And that mayor's saying, uh, maybe you should rethink things. This makes no sense. uh, Where you want to build it, the plot of land you want to build it on, it's going to be too congested, yada, 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 all that stuff. At some point, does Major League Baseball need to step in and figure something out and set a deadline like, hey, this either happens or it doesn't? I will tell you MLB's
1: League office is already working behind the scenes. Yeah, they are not happy. This move to That's Vegas was supposed to take the of op- uh, the 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 Oakland franchise out of being paupers and put them on the kind of financial footing that they could compete with the other monsters in the AL West. Mm-hmm. Instead, a guy who's worth five billion dollars is putzing around. I almost said a word that begins with D. I was putzing around <laughs> and screwing up, and he's late, and he's, you know, he's foot dragging because he doesn't want to. He literally doesn't want to spend a dollar. He wants the the public, you know, he wants the city. They all
3: want the city to put to all
1: everything. the money up and do everything. He wants to put as little money in as possible, and that's really what what messed him up in Oakland where the city was actually willing to give him way more than they're probably capable of doing. Yeah. Oakland doesn't have money. Yeah. But they were willing to put more things in, but he keeps his more more no I want this spot. No, I, I like keeps changing. The goalposts keep moving. Major League Baseball at some point will have to get involved and may even have to get involved to a deeper degree than they want if he keeps screwing up this the the, the plans. And this team winds up homeless. The question is, or rather the statement is, you want the last to keep failing miserably and ultimately be homeless because screw them. Are you on or off the bandwagon?
3: I'm off the bandwagon. I don't I don't want them to be homeless. When you say homeless that means they go defunct they don't exist anymore.
1: Well it means they're gonna be like the Arizona coyotes we play in a college stadium or some you know small stadium that's not really I, major league quality. Here, here's and,
3: what I want to be honest with you. I want them to stay in Oakland. I, I want them to figure it out. I want the city to embrace the baseball team. They'd already lost the basketball team. I want them to stay in Oakland and build them a nice stadium and revitalize the place and revitalize the fan base there. Um, really because just baseball, okay? Two, they're in the Astros division. I want nothing more than to play in the best division in baseball for my team. That That's what I want. And so I want another good, viable, talented team. Um, I'm off. Um, yeah, come on, man. Like homeless? I think it's a little too much. So yeah, I'm off. Here's what needs to happen. They need to get themselves a different owner for one. I agree. Like yeah. I was really
1: hoping one of you guys would be like, yeah, screw them. Let them be homeless. Let them be, you know, the barnstormers. Let them play in like a 25,000, you know, seat stadium and, you know, let them piss off everybody so that Major League baseball <laughs> forces John just, Fisher
3: to sell the team. They just barnstorm around Major League Baseball in 2024, 2025. Well, you know what?
1: Um, the worst team in MLB history, the 1899 Cleveland Spiders, uh-huh. the reason they were so bad is because the guy who owned the Spiders then bought the St. Louis Browns. So he moved all the good players from the Spiders to St. Louis. And the Spiders were just a collection of bums. They had no money. Yeah. They eventually lost their home field and had to play like three quarters of the season on the road. And they, you know, set the all-time futility record.
3: You never would have known they'd moved all the good players to the St. Louis Browns because the St. Louis Browns have been bad, literally, ever since they'd come into existence. (laughs) So,
1: well, there were some years where they were actually pretty. There were some. some.
3: My grandfather was on the only pennant-winning team in 1944, I know, and then that was it. That's awesome. (laughs) Ten years later, they moved to Baltimore.
1: But, like, I don't want them to become defunct as a team. I do want them to get a new owner. And there is a very loyal fan base in Oakland. They were having, like, sit-ins where they would deliberately turn their back to the stadium, hold up signs that said, sell the team. They'd just be chanting, sell the team. One of the wild things from this season was, as the last Athletics would move from, you know, from, you know, series to series on the road, various road stadiums, when, the, when uh, Oakland came to bat, would chant, sell the team. at at John Fisher, the owner of Oakland. They would chant sell the team in like every stadium they played in. There was a sell the team chant. Love it. At some point, Rob Manfred's got to have some stones for something other than I'm going to punish the Astros because I'm too much of a meow
2: to punish the Yankees. (laughs) That is the bandwagon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,